0: And why don't we put our hands together into the Lord? Amen. In this house, come on, someone don't let that spirit die that is in this house right now. Come on, someone clap your hands into the Lord, amen. Come on, someone shout into the Lord, amen. Come on, with the voice of triumph. I just couldn't help but think as they begin to sing uh, and they begin to shout uh, and they begin to sing that yes I want the fire uh, and they begin to proclaim and declare uh, can I tell someone in this house today uh, that when you begin to declare uh, something into the atmosphere uh, that there is something that begins to happen uh, inside of your spirit uh, inside of your circumstance uh, inside of your situation sometimes all we got to do is just begin to speak to the situation sometimes all we got to do is speak to the mountain sometimes all we got to do is speak to the fear and speak peace some of us have to learn how to declare like the Bible lets us know that things are not as though they were we got to begin to learn to speak things into existence before we see it with our eyes hallelujah 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 I may not see it but I know it's coming I may not know how my miracles gonna get here but I got a word uh, that was given to me uh, that the Lord would never forsake me uh, that he would never leave me uh, but he would stick closer than a brother uh, and we got to may not know how the word might come to pass uh, but just rest assured uh, that the word shall uh, come to pass Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Hallelujah, I just feel right now, amen, that if anyone in this house, amen has lost loved ones and has people that you are praying for people that you are believing are going to come back to the house of God. People that you've been praying non-stop for uh, you've been believing for, you've been fasting for, you've been praying for. Uh, come on, I just feel that why doesn't someone uh, that has a lost family member, uh, someone that slipped outside, uh, out of the hands uh, come on to the presence of God uh, why don't you lift up your hands in this house uh, and why don't we just declare uh, that that individual, uh, why don't we just declare uh, that that man, uh, that woman, that brother, uh, that father, that husband, uh, that mother, that cousin uh, would come back to the house of God. Come on, wasn't someone just begin to declare their name in this house. uh. Someone call on that name uh, and call on the name of Jesus, uh, that God would come, uh, that God would work. uh. someone has to see it before it happens amen Come on, someone's got to be able to see her. Come on, that husband taking a lap right now with the spirit. Although all you do is you see him back home, you see him sitting up, bound up by everything he's bound by. You just got to take a look in the spirit of God and begin to see that family member lifting up their hands and begin to pray. You got to see that individual coming back to the house of God, walking into prayer meeting. Come on, right now. Come on, I believe that that is the face for prodigals. What does someone right now uh, begin to see uh, and declare uh, that they are coming? Uh, I may not know how, uh, I may not know when, uh, but I know that they are coming. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Amen, I, I, I believe that, amen, that there's a power that is inside of this house, amen. Does anyone feel the fire? Amen. When the fire falls, amen, the fire, the fire consumes, amen. When the fire falls, amen, it is the demonstration of God's power and His Spirit, amen. And I, and I believe here today we have already had a demonstration of God's Spirit and God's power. Amen. This morning, amen, there were several that received the Holy Ghost for the very first time. Amen. That we had individuals that were baptized in the name of Jesus Christ, amen. The only name given among men under heaven whereby we must be saved. Come on, let someone know that today, amen. Come on, that—that's the only way that we can get to the place. Uh, come on, that Nicodemus asked Jesus uh, where he could go. Uh, come on, he said, "How can I get into the kingdom of heaven?" Uh, he said, "Verily, verily, I say unto thee, uh, unless a man be born of the water uh, and of the Spirit, uh, he can't enter into the kingdom of God." Uh, come on, can I tell us here today? Uh, God has still got tickets for somebody uh, to make a trip uh, to where God uh, has got a place made for you. Praise the Lord. Amen. Praise the Lord. Amen. You may. Amen. Grab your Bibles. Amen. As you're standing there. Hallelujah. Amen. What a wonderful presence of the Lord we feel in this house. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. I thank the Lord. Amen. For what I feel in this house. I thank the Lord for what he's already done. I think the Lord has been moving in a very marvelous and powerful way. And as the Lord was moving in the beginning of the song service church, uh, God was touching, God was healing, God God was working only the way that he could, amen. Uh, But I believe that the Lord wants to take us to a place, amen, that he wants to shift us. I believe the Lord wants to shift us into a different place. And that God wants to take us to a new area, amen. I believe that God wants us to go higher, Amen. I believe that God wants to take us to a place, Amen. That He's going to begin to speak and to minister, Amen. Amen. And in this house, Amen. Before we even take another step, I, I would, I would ask this church, would you please lift up your hands one more time? And would you help me pray, Amen? want somebody right now, would you help me pray in the Spirit, Amen? Hallelujah. Come on, I believe the Lord is going to shift us. Oh,
1: come on, that's it. Why
0: doesn't someone lift up your voice just for a little bit more? Come on, we're finding and we're feeling after the Spirit of God. To speak to us here in this house tonight, amen, I believe the Lord is going to help us in this house, if quickly we could turn, amen, and grab to our Bibles and turn, turn to the book of First Kings chapter 3 from verses 16 and on. encourage someone, amen, through the onset of the service, amen, to not lose the spirit, amen, that you felt from the onset, amen, from that spirit of intercession, amen, I I believe the Lord is is taking us to a place, amen, there's a flow, amen, in the house of God in this house and I believe the Lord is going to do great things, amen chapter 3 of verse 16 it reads like this, it says then came there two women that were harlots unto the king and stood before him. It says and the one woman said, "Oh my Lord, I and this woman dwell in one house, and I was delivered of a child with her in the house. And it came to pass that the third day that after I was delivered, that this woman was delivered also. And we were together, and there was no stranger with us in the house, save we two in the house." And somebody say it was just them. It says and she arose at midnight And took my son from beside me while thine handmaid slept and laid in her bosom and laid her dead child in my bosom and when I rose in the morning to give my child suck behold it was dead but when I had considered it in the morning behold it was not my son which I did bear and the other woman said nay but the living is my son and the dead is thy son and this said no But the dead is thy son, and the living is my son. The scripture says, Thus they spake before the king. Then said the king, This one saith, This is my son that liveth, and thy son is the dead, and the other saith, Nay, but thy son is the dead, and my son is the living. And the king said, Bring me a sword. And they brought a sword before the king, and the king said, Divide the living child in two, and give half to the one and half to the other. Then spake the woman who is the living child, was unto the king, for her bowels yearned upon her son. And she said, Oh, my Lord, give her the living child and in no wise slay it. But the other said, Let it be neither mine nor thine, but divide it. But divide it. Amen. Today, amen, I, w- I would like to preach to us regarding this thought. Amen. Very shortly, amen. Does the baby belong to you? Does the baby belong to you? Why don't we put our Bibles down one more time? And why don't we entertain the presence of God that is in this house? Amen. Oh, Oh, God, I pray, God, that in this house, God, tonight. That God, I pray, God, that there would be a free course of your spirit, God, that there would be a continual move, God. I pray, Lord, God, in this house, God, that you would answer and speak to your church. I pray, God, that you would lift up and raise up, God, soul winners. I pray, God, that you would raise up, God, great man and woman, God, in this house, God, to fulfill the work of God in Bethlehem. I pray, Lord, God, that you would bind every working of the enemy, God, that would come, God, to destroy this church, that would come God uh, to destroy your work Uh, I pray God today God uh, that you will let there be a release God of your spirit uh, God like never before Uh, I pray God that you will let there be something God uh, imparted into this house God for somebody to grab a hold of for somebody to get a hold of in the name of Jesus Christ uh, we do pray amen you may clap your hands amen as you as you're seated does the baby belong to you as we begin to read here in first kings and i understand it was a lengthy passage of scripture and i thank you all for standing but i I wanted to read the complete account of this scripture amen for us to have a full understanding uh, of the background that i believe that god wants to show us here today and what god wants to speak to us about Um, And i want to take us a couple of verses behind amen before we get to this point Uh, this is a story Amen, that Probably many of us have heard uh, and have read uh, and have heard preached or talked about before. Amen. Uh, This this story is something, amen, that impacted me as a young child, amen, as my mother read this story to me. Amen. But I I would like us to understand uh, that we see that King Solomon is in his court. And as he is in his court, that immediately we see that there were two women. That burst into the courtroom. They come into the courtroom and they begin to shout and to scream. I believe that there was tears. I believe that there was frustration. I believe, amen, that their voices got a little bit louder. I believe, amen, that they began to discuss. And it was not a peaceful matter. But it was something, amen, that began to bring confusion and chaos into the courtroom of the king. But a couple verses, amen, beforehand we see that King Solomon had just got down from the mountain where he had sacrificed unto the Lord. And he had offered a great sacrifice unto the Lord. And we see that the Lord met him there on that mountain. And it was on that mountain that God spoke to him and he asked him and he said, Solomon, what is it that you would like that I would give to you? Solomon responds to the Lord and he says, Lord, I I pray that you would give me wisdom to be able to discern Amen. Between good and evil. To to rightly lead your people. Amen. I I, I need wisdom to discern. I need wisdom for judgment. The Bible lets us know that God was pleased. Amen. With his request. uh, That God. Amen. Was satisfied with what he had asked for. That he had not asked for riches. uh, That he had not asked for more land. That he had not asked for a greater army or a bigger kingdom. But he had asked for wisdom. And the Bible lets us know that because of that, the Lord granted his petition. And even though he did not ask for riches, the Lord gave him riches. And although he did not ask for a greater kingdom, the Lord gave him a greater kingdom. And we see that above all, the scripture lets us know that there was not a man wiser than King Solomon that has ever walked the earth. He was the wisest. And we see that it is after that he had asked. The Lord for this, and after that he asked the Lord would give him wisdom, after that the Lord would come to him uh, and give him the supernatural ability to discern between good, uh, the feelings, amen, uh, we see that it was then that immediately we see that it becomes tested. As we begin to read, amen, as we are there, we see that immediately the two women walk and burst into the courtroom of the king. And there is screaming, and there is shouting, amen, and there is sweating, and there is tears. And one begins to say, the child is mine, and the other says, no, the child is mine. The child does not belong to you, but the child belongs to me. The Bible lets us know that these women were both pregnant. They were both living in the same house, and they both gave birth in the same week. Can someone say, oh, my Lord? Oh, Lord, amen. Externally, they were the same. Externally, you would look at these individuals, these mothers. uh, They were both pregnant. uh, They were both coming to the same part of the pregnancy. They were both going to deliver, and they were both in the same House uh, And someone from the outside perspective could probably not discern and divide uh, what was the difference between these two women. Uh, They looked the same, uh, but although externally they looked one way, uh, internally there was a major difference uh, between these two women. Uh, These women had different character traits, uh, if you would allow me to say it like that. Uh, These women did not operate the same. Uh, These women did not believe the same. Uh, These women did not have the same feelings uh, about the things uh, in their life and although we see that in the temple, in the courtroom rather, amen, as they burst in and they claimed that their child was theirs, that there was confusion, there was chaos, people did not know, amen, whose child belonged to Hugh. But although that there was some confusion and chaos in the court, what was confusing to the courtroom was not something that could be hidden from the king. Because the king had asked for wisdom and discernment from the Lord. We see, amen, that the scripture lets us know that these two women living in one house. And that they were both there at this point of their life, amen. And as they gave birth, they, their children were both there taking care of their children. But the scripture begins to let us know of the character trait of one mother versus that of the other. Although there is not much background that we can see, amen, concerning, amen, these two women, the scripture gives us insight and the scripture gives us an ability to see into who these women were. Because as we begin to see that one woman, the scripture lets us know that it was during and one of the nights that both these mothers were sleeping, that they were both exhausted uh, in the middle of the night, that one of these mothers was different than the other and she was Careless. And the scripture says that she overlaid and rolled over her baby. She was consumed with maybe the exhaustion of the night before. There was something, amen, that was so great on her, amen, that she did not have the ability, amen, to be moved and to be disturbed. Uh, and, I, and I and I don't want to paint too graphic uh, of an image here today, but I want us to understand uh, that when we see this mother, we see that this woman was focused uh, on her own rest. Uh, this woman was focused uh, on her own comfort. Uh, she could not be moved with the kicks uh, and the cries of her child uh, in the middle of the night uh, as she overlaid her baby. And the Bible lets us know that that child died there that night because of suffocation. Uh, She was not in a place uh, to be moved to feel the kicking uh, and the moving uh, of the child that she had, uh, but it was a careless attitude. Uh, It was an attitude of selfishness. Uh, It was an attitude that dealt with self. Uh, It was an attitude uh, that dealt with her, uh, and it could not be moved by the feelings uh, and by the pushing uh, and uh, by the nudges uh, of the child that she had carried. uh, for nine months but we see that the scripture lets us know that the other woman was not the same it says that this other woman that when she woke Up in the morning, that the first thing that was on her mind, she said, I need to give my child suck. I I need to feed my baby. I I need to nourish my child. She was focused on the well being, she was focused on the health and the need of her child. She was sensitive to the whimpers in the middle of the night. She was able, amen, to wake up in the middle of the night and say, Where 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 is my baby? Amen. Is he all right? She would get up in the middle of the night and I. I believe, amen, that she would just check her breathing. She would go there and she would just check to make sure that everything was all right in the middle of the night. And immediately we see a parallel. We see a contrast between one woman and the other woman. Externally, they were both mothers. Externally, they both had children. But internally, they could not be any more different. One thing we understand here today is that our mothers are selfless. Our mothers love us. Our mothers, the definition of what a mother is, it is literally the bond or the glue of a family. That literally the identity of what, whom a mother is has nothing to do with herself. But it has everything to do with the family unit that God has placed her in. You begin to see that, oh, think about that, that someone's identity has nothing to do with who they are, but it has to do with the role in whom they serve. That is who a mother is. When I think about my mother, amen, I, I think about my mom and the, the great cooking that she does, amen. I think about all the great food that she cooks, amen. Chile verde, amen. She makes great pozole, Amen. My mom, my mom, she's not just a Mexican cook, amen, but she makes all types of great food. My, my, my mom is just talented, amen. And it, it is in understanding and knowing who my mother is and all these great things that she does when she prepares these great foods and these, these great feasts. I, I've noticed something as I've grown up. That my mother never serves herself first. She always takes out her plate. And she puts it to the side. And she takes out the other plates, and she begins to put portions on every single person's plate, but not her own, till everyone is finished eating. She would even give my dad her food and me her food, even if she hasn't ate it. And she would go back to wherever she was cooking, uh, and she would cut herself another slice uh, or give herself another helping. But her focus has always been uh, about the family. And there's probably people here today that can recognize and can resonate that have some good mothers that can understand that my mother was never really focused on herself. uh, But my mother was focused uh, on always the well-being of the children uh, and the family that she was growing. And I want us to understand here today, amen, that mothers truly understand what the definition and what the understanding of a baby really means. The world and the society that we live in today, it seems that they are probably doing away with the value of children. They they are propagating an agenda and they are preaching a doctrine that is dealing away with the life of the child. They are propagating abortion in a way that has never been seen before. They, 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 are, they, are, they are taking away the value of life of a child. Uh, they say that it is about the mother and men's well-being rather than the child that is inside of a being. Uh, but we see that scripturally, we see that a mother's true identity has nothing to do amen, uh, with who her feelings might be. But it is always about the child that she is carrying. Uh, because she understands, uh, although the world may not look at my child uh, and consider it to be much. Although the world might look at my child uh, and may not consider it to be productive uh, and may not consider it to to bring any type of good uh, to the society uh, that it is in, in the moment, uh, a mother understands uh, that I am going to feed uh, and I'm going to nourish my child. uh, But there is going to come a point uh, that my baby will not stay a baby, uh, but my child is going to grow up one day. uh, And he is not just going to stay a child uh, that is fumbling around uh, and can barely walk and can barely formulate words and can barely talk but there will come a point that that child will grow up and that child will begin to produce and that child will begin to bring something that will affect his environment we see that scripturally there has always been attack about the unborn Scripture: there has always been attack of children and of infancy we see all the way back in Moses' time that it was Pharaoh that spirit uh, that would come, uh, that would like to destroy uh, every child, uh, every infant, uh, before it even had the ability to defend itself. But why? Why would they want to destroy a child? Why would they want to destroy a baby if the baby was causing no threat to the kingdom of Egypt? But Pharaoh knew probably more than even the Israelites understood that that child is not going to stay a child for very long. But if we give that child time in its growing, in its nurturing, in its knowledge, that that baby is going to grow up one day. And I'm here to remind us here today that I believe that is why people face so many attacks in their infancy stages in their walks with God. You might be here today and you might say, I do not understand why the enemy is attacking me the way that he has and the way that he is. I cannot come, I can't comprehend. uh, I'm, I'm just trying to figure it out. I'm just trying to get everything right. I'm barely understanding everything. But it seems like all of hell is coming against me. It seems like all of hell is coming to attack me. Can I tell us here today that it seems that, like the enemy, that the kingdom of hell has a greater ability to recognize the potential and the being inside of you that sometimes we can see in ourselves? Cal. I want to preach to somebody in this house tonight uh, that you need to remind yourself uh, that we are walking with the Lord. uh, That although you may not know everything right now, uh, and although you might feel like a baby in Christ, uh, you may not really know how to pray just right. uh, Maybe you really don't know uh, how to roar in the spirit. uh, Can I tell you, they would be like the enemy of your soul uh, would like to take you out uh, before you could ever walk uh, into the fullness uh, of maturity for your life. He would like that you would never walk into the places that God has for you. He would like to kill you before you ever really know what it is to experience a victory. He would like to see you be assassinated uh, and your anointing aborted uh, before you ever can produce uh, what God has called you to produce. Uh, And I'm just here to remind a new convert, uh, I'm just here to remind a new saint that, hey, uh, just keep on walking, uh, just keep on praying. uh, The enemy is fighting you uh, because of what he sees inside of you. Can I tell someone here today uh, that there is a power uh, that is identified uh, and found uh, in a child. It uh, is found uh, in a baby. There oh, yeah. Hallelujah. Hallelujah! There is a power uh, that is resonating uh, within a child, uh, within a baby. Because a baby represents uh, fullness of potential. That baby can be anything it wants to be. We tell our children, honey, whatever you want to be. What do you want to be when you grow up? Well, I I, I want to be a policeman. Or I want to be a firefighter. Daddy, I want to be an architect. Daddy, I want to be an astronaut. Amen. We look at that child and we say, honey, you can be anything you want to be. Because we know that there is an ability within a child that has potential. If you get someone who's 40 years old, and says, I'm, 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 I'm going to be the second man, amen, on that moon. Amen. Not the second, amen, but I'm just going to that moon. I'm going to Jupiter. We would look at that individual. we probably say, man, I, I don't know if that, if that boat has passed you now. But if we look at a child, we, 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 we have faith. We believe we, we understand that that baby can grow up to be anything that it wants to be because it has not walked in life uh, and been marred by things. Uh, and it can walk into the fullness uh, of being anything that it aspires to be. And it is that mother that understands it more than anybody else uh, that my baby's got potential people may not see it, people may not understand it, people may not really be able to see what I see, but I, I, I know because it's my child and I know that it's got potential and when that baby says I think I want to be president one day baby you can be president one day because we have the ability and the faith within us to identify that our children have the fullness to walk into the potential that they want to achieve in their life and can I remind us here today that the church uh, is a type of the mother that it is our responsibility every individual uh, to be a mother in this house and when I say oh my you're saying I gotta be a mother I'm telling us here today that a mother is a producer a mother is one uh, that brings life to this world My mom can go to any space, and although when we were in the mission field for the very first time, Pastor Vasquez, we stayed in behind one of the Sunday school rooms, amen, behind that church, and it was messed up, amen, it was ugly, it was nasty, the tile was done wrong, it would flood, when it would rain, it probably, and I'm not lying to you, was probably from where that organ is, probably to, to where this speaker is, amen. And it was probably just as wide it was from here to this riser. And I remember getting there. And, and there was mildew. Amen. The, we, we had two beds. I had to sleep on a futon for a whole year. Amen. And I remember getting to that place being a little bit depressed. But when my mother, she began to work on that place just a little bit more. She said, "Although this may not be the best of what we want," she said, "Let me begin to bring a little bit of life to this place, because there's something about a mother that has the ability to recognize, to produce life, but also to create an environment that would be allowed for life, to continue to live. Because we see that a mother's ability is not just to produce her, but a mother is a fighter. A mother is a protector a mother is one that will defend a mother is one that will go forth and make sure that the environment is right for her children and I want to let us know here today that we as well as Christians we cannot stay babes as Christ but we must come to a place of maturity and we become mothers as well where we produce children as well that we come to a place that we are getting Bible studies as well uh, that we were babes in Christ uh, and there was someone that was teaching us a Bible study uh, but we don't just stay there receiving uh, but we come to a place uh, where we start our own Bible study we go out and we begin to start our own bus route we go out and we start our own outreach group because there is a call for children to develop into mothers To move into a place of production. To move into a place where they begin to have offspring. But we see, amen, as the scripture lets us know. And I just want to let us know here today, I I do not plan to be long, And I understand, amen, that I'm I'm laying a foundation for where I believe I want the spirit wants us to go. But I, I would beg you here today to be in tune to what God is speaking to the church. We see that the Bible lets us know that it is in the nature and the DNA within every single Christian to be a producer. It is inside of our being for every individual that the mission that motivates us uh, must be that we produce, uh, that God has produced in us. Uh, I walked inside of this church uh, and I saw under Bethlehem Church, uh, it said, be disciples and make disciples. And I like that. Amen. I, and I, I think, amen, that we are going to borrow that back home. Amen. To be disciples and make disciples. That that is your mission. That is your statement. That, that, is, that is the overarching goal. But I want to let us remind somebody that what that means is that means motherhood. What that means is that means production uh, because a healthy church uh, is a church uh, that is having babies. Uh, A healthy church uh, is a church uh, that has new converts. Uh, A healthy church uh, is getting people that just don't really know how to do it right. uh, People that really don't know how to act right all the way. uh, People that stumble uh, because they don't know how to walk. uh, People that don't know how to formulate their words. uh, But what it is, uh, it's a baby uh, that is walking uh, inside of the environment that the mother uh, is producing uh, and I want to tell somebody uh, in this house today uh, that God uh, is wanting there to be an increase uh, of spiritual motherhood in this house I believe that there is a call that is deep within this house for God to make producers out of individuals that felt like they would never be producers people that thought that they would never be able to teach a Bible study That God wants to take you to a place where you can begin to teach a Bible study. You can walk into a place, amen. Thank you so much. You walk into a place, amen. That it becomes to be the circle of life within the place that God has put you in, where what you received in water baptism, taking on His name and receiving the Spirit of the Holy Ghost, Amen, and walking into the newness of life, that you will begin to produce as well, because it is not the will of God, Amen, that we stay, babes, but it is the will of God that we produce. I pray that you would hear me tonight, church. I pray that you would hear my heartbeat tonight. I. Pray I. pray uh, that somebody here today uh, would pick up the burden of motherhood. Uh, I pray that there would be somebody uh, in this house uh, that would pick up the burden uh, to defend uh, and create an environment uh, for children uh, to be born in the Spirit. Uh, I pray that there would be an individual, amen, uh, that would pick up the burden uh, of intercessory prayer uh, like never before. Uh, I pray that there would be an individual uh, that would put themselves uh, in position uh, to get a little bit uncomfortable, uh, just so that they could see production, uh, just so they can see harvest, uh, just so they can see increase. And I think we understand it's the will of God that the church be fruitful, amen. I believe we, we know it's the will of God that the church have new converts. So not believe that? I I believe, amen, that this church here understands, amen, that it's the will of God and the mission of God that we constantly be growing, that we constantly be thriving. And I I know that this church believes that. The building that you are are lifting up is is a testament to the vision and to the faith that we know that this house can't keep all the children that's going to be born. But there's got to be a bigger crib for children to be born in. That we have to create an environment, amen, for children to be born But what I really want to focus about is really about the other mother. The Bible lets us know that this other mother, she was focused on self. She was focused uh, on her own needs, her own wants, her own feelings. uh, That in the middle of the night that she could not be bothered uh, by the movings uh, of her child. She could not be moved by the kicks. Uh, She could not be moved. And we see the scripture says that she suffocated the child. Uh, She suffocated the promise. Uh, She suffocated the gift. Uh, She suffocated what God had given her. And can I tell us here today uh, that just like uh, in one house uh, that there is a mother uh, that is here producing uh, that just like in one house, uh, that there is a mother, amen, that is giving given birth. Uh, a mother that is careful. A mother that is watching. Uh, a mother that's going up to every new convert. Uh, and they're shaking their hand. Uh, and they're trying to grab their name. Uh, and they're trying to connect them uh, to a life group. Uh, trying to connect them, amen, uh, to families in the church. Uh, that we are not careful uh, that there is a spirit uh, that can come uh, that will make you want to stop thinking about the baby. It will come to you and make you want to stop thinking about what everything we do is about. Because if we are not producing, uh, if we are not giving birth uh, to children uh, in the spirit, uh, then I let us know uh, we are not reaching our purpose. Can I tell us here today uh, that if we are not producing, uh, we are not fulfilling our potential. uh, We are not seeing what God wants us to see. uh, We are not walking uh, and achieving uh, what God wants us to achieve. These women both screamed the same. These women both looked the same. These women both claimed to be the mother. But they were not both the mother of the child. They came before King Solomon and they said this child belongs to me. This child is mine. But Solomon knew that there had to be a something inside of the individual that would be greater than what they were presenting externally. That although they shouted the same, although they screamed the same, although they cried the same hot tears, although they sweated the same, although they had the same passion in their voice, King Solomon understood that the real mother is going to stand up when there is a threat that is confronted and brought before the baby. The real mother is going to come to the forefront when there was a sword that is pulled out. The real mother's gonna come out uh, when there is danger, when there is something harming uh, the health of her child, uh, that she is going to come forth. And we see that King Solomon, he comes and he says, Bring me a sword. They bring the sword before him. And he says, I figured out what we're gonna do. You're claiming that it's yours, and you're, you're claiming that it's yours. Amen. But, so what we're gonna do is we're just gonna divide the baby. You can have it this way, and you can have this part of that. We see that one of the mothers, the real mother, lifted up her voice and she said, You can't divide the baby. You can't touch the baby. I won't allow you to destroy. I won't allow you to sever. I won't allow you to divide what God has given me. And we see that this spirit of selfishness, it continues. Because the other mother who had selfishness, she lifted up her voice and she said this. I don't care who's got it, but I just want you to divide it. She said, if I can't get the credit of being the mother and I can't get what I want, I would prefer that the baby would die. He said, if I can't get the title of mama, I would prefer that the child would die. I would prefer that the child would be divided. And, church, I pray that you would be able to realize that the enemy would like to move and operate in a way that if someone cannot have the title of motherhood, would prefer that the things that they are watching over would just disintegrate. Yeah, yeah, no. Someone lift up your hands right now and help me pray in this house. Come on, there is a spirit, amen, that would come and it would say that if I can get the title of motherhood, I would just prefer that the child would be divided. I would just prefer that the child would disintegrate. Can I tell us here today that every single individual, every member in Bethlehem Church has got to decide that we will be producers and not dividers. we got to decide here today, tonight, that we are going to be one that will bring life and we don't care who gets the title we don't care who gets the credit we don't care who gets Sunday school director we don't care who gets bus captain but our motivation is all about the baby hallelujah can I tell us here today that it's got to be all about the baby Oh, can I tell the church here today, it's got to be all about moving forward in revival. It's got to be about pursuing the mission of God, the work of God, and the plan of God. It's got to be about the baby. It's got to be about the church. It's got to be about revival. It's got to be about that. It's got to be about the main thing. Uh, We cannot allow ourselves uh, to become distracted. Uh, We cannot allow ourselves uh, to become moved uh, with the things uh, that would remove our focus uh, off of the focus uh, of producing uh, children uh, and keeping the baby alive. Because there is already a baby born uh, here uh, in this church. Uh, there is already a revival. Uh, but there's got to be somebody uh, that would come. Uh, and their focus uh, would be, uh, I just want to keep the baby alive. Yes, sir. Yes. Yes, sir. Come on. When that sword comes out, somebody that would come and say, you can't touch the child. When someone comes, they try to destroy revival. There's got to be mothers inside of the sanctuary. That would raise up and say, no, 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 no. I'm not going to allow you to touch the church. I'm not going to allow you to come against the man of God and the family of God that is placed over this church. But I'm going to, you, you can't do that. you got to put that sword down. you got to put that thing down. Because we, I, 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 I'm a mama. And the mama won't let the baby be divided. The mama won't let someone come against other people in the church. The mama's not going to let somebody get their hands to destroy a new convert. The mama's going to get up and say, I won't let the baby die. I can't let the church stay, but the church has got to grow, the baby's got to grow, the baby's got to mature the church has got to move the church has got to go the church has got to grow and that mama stands up and she says no but the other one says no if if. if, if if you're not going to give me the title of mother, if you're only going to give me a piece, I would prefer that nobody has it. I, 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 I would prefer that no one has this if I can't have this. If I can't have the title, amen, of being the, the, the best song leader, amen, I would prefer, amen, that the music department fails. If I can't be the Sunday school teacher, the department head, I pray the Sunday school department would fail. Man, if I can't lead in evangelism, I pray that, that you know what, that maybe it just doesn't go the way that it did when I had it. Oh, but a real mother, a real mother does not care who gets the credit a real mother's focus is not who takes the position a real mother's focus is not those who go on before them or those who came behind them but the focus of a real mother is not about the name or the title that comes but it's about the caring and the growth and the health and the development of the baby can I tell us here today what I feel in the Holy Ghost I believe that there is a revival that is so great that is here in Bethlehem but the enemy would like to see. uh, those uh, disguised as mamas uh, that try to suffocate uh, the revival uh, that would like to move in uh, to destroy uh, what God has placed Uh, but I believe there are mothers uh, in this house Uh, I believe that there are mamas uh, that know how to pray uh, that know how to fast uh, that know how to fight I believe that there are fighters in this house. I believe that there are warriors in this house that got it made up in their mind. It ain't about me, but it's about the kingdom. I believe there's mothers in this house that say, God, I pray that it goes greater. I pray that it goes further. I pray, God, that it doubles." Someone right now, worship the Lord right now. Someone lift up your hand and worship the Lord. So why was not someone lift up your hands right now in this house and love the Lord that is in this house right now, Lord. Hallelujah, hallelujah. In Jesus' name, I would, I would ask right now, Amen. If there could be someone, amen, that could come and play, amen. Amen, as we come here to position, amen. Church, I believe, amen, that there is such a great harvest, amen, for this city. I believe and I feel, amen, in my heart and in my spirit, amen, that the Lord, He is drawing nigh. And that God wants to use this church in a key way within this whole entire city. But beyond it, I believe that God is using this church, amen, to fulfill a regional revival. That God is going to move and usher into this church and to the whole state of Mississippi. Can I just tell you what I feel, amen, today? I believe, amen, that the Lord uh, is wanting to use this church uh, in a way of position uh, to be a voice, uh, to be a trumpet uh, inside of the state uh, and inside of the city. uh, And I believe that the Lord uh, wants every single man and woman in this house uh, to fall underneath the burden of motherhood. Uh, I feel in the spirit of here today, tonight, uh, that God is preparing this church uh, to move into a place uh, of elevation, a uh, voice uh, in the spirit. Uh, I feel that God is going to come uh, and He is going to lift this church uh, in the eyes uh, of the city, uh, but of this region uh, and of this state. Uh, I believe that it's going to go beyond organization, uh, I believe it's going to go beyond connection, uh, but it's going to be an elevation uh, that will be undeniable from the heavens. Uh, and And I just feel uh, that God uh, is wanting to let the church know uh, there's got to be a removal of pride. Uh, There's got to be a removal of self uh, so there can be the ushering uh, of the revival uh, of the fruit. Right now, and I want every single individual that can come come to this altar. Come on in a posture of worship, church. Amen. I, I, I may not have portrayed it the best way, but what I feel and I hear in the spirit is that there is a level of produce that is going to come out of production out of individuals in this house because God wants this church to be a place and a model and a picture of his glory for all to see But somebody's on this house has got to identify that spirit that would maybe want to creep inside of his heart creep inside of your house we got to cast that spirit out that would want to suffocate revival, that would want to suffocate new birth, that would want to suffocate the gifts, that would want to suffocate revival in a way we've never seen. welcome to stay in the altar and pray as long as you like to get ready to baptize three more souls in Jesus' name. Amen. Got them in the, in the altar seeking the Holy Ghost.
1: Amen. God's doing something fantastic in this place tonight. I think we
0: ought to praise Him and worship Him and thank Him. I think we ought to thank Him. Amen. Every single visitor, every single guest that comes through the door, every one of us is responsible for Him. Everybody that God sends us, we all need to feel responsible to be part of that mother, that church that reaches. Why don't we lift our hands while the Holy Ghost is moving. Amen. You can be dismissed at your discretion, but you're welcome to stay and pray and worship as long as you'd like.